0: Bethesda House is a home right here local in Pembroke. Um, we offer a safe place to live for young women between the age of 18 to 25 who are pregnant or parenting a newborn baby.
1: So I was on the website you know, prior to you know, meeting with you today, and it's a very personal story as to how Bethesda House came to be. Can you share that story? Sure, I'd love to.
0: So... Um, I was uh, pregnant at 15 years old, and um, delivered a beautiful baby boy 11 days after my 16th birthday. Um, My then-boyfriend and I were uh, very young, and uh, certainly this was a little more than we had bargained for, so we broke up for a period of time, and um, then we did get back together um, when the baby, Johnny, was about one, But at that same time, I found myself homeless with him. Um, I stayed friends' couches for a while. It's uh, one thing to ask someone to take one person in a solo if uh, they need a place to stay, but a young person and a baby, that's another story. So um, I experienced homelessness at that time with my baby. Um, I became a nurse. Long story short, I became a nurse. Um, I married my then boyfriend, who we, my husband and I just celebrated our 30, 30th anniversary last year. Thank you. Um, we have five children, um, but it was uh, several years ago that I had it felt it on my heart that someday I want to have a place for young women who are in that same place where I was. Um, I thought it would be further down the road, but it came together so beautifully, we opened our doors. Um, about five and a half years ago, November of 2016. That's
1: interesting because there's so many people that we meet with in the nonprofit sector that have been impacted by something or have gone through something and, and you know, they decide they're going to start a nonprofit organization that, you know, helps that, you know, so people that have been in their situation. So what made you decide to go to do, hey, we're going to do this?
0: Um. Like I said, it was always going to be something down the road. I did not know that there was so much involved. I guess I just thought we'd have a little house and we'd have some moms there, but there's, you know, a lot more to it than that. So we um, started uh, raising some money and literally stood outside of Walmart shaking a can, and um, that's how we got things going. Um, We were offered a – a church offered us a a rental property. We had been thinking we would be saving towards buying something, so – that really moved things along to be able to rent for a while before we got our place.
1: So talk to me about how the house operates currently.
0: So um, women come, they come, most come from Massachusetts, but we have had moms come from out of state. uh, And that, we have found, is very successful because when a mom is in that desperate of a place that she gets on a bus or a plane by herself with her pregnant or with her baby, she's really looking to change and better her life. Um, So moms come in. uh, All of our moms are connected to some type of educational program. For those that have uh, not yet a diploma, we give them the option of doing a diploma, uh, going to the alternative school in Plymouth, or um, we have our tutors work with them at the house on a high set. If they already have their diploma, then we get them connected into some type of uh, online certificate program, or we're doing uh, the the uh, early childhood program for some moms that choose that. So
1: we want to grow
0: that area of different options, but it's been a little tough with COVID, but we're back opening things up. So they're
1: finding you through other programs? Is that how it works? Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, Programs or churches. Um, So local churches that's where a lot of our volunteers and funding come from so they're more aware of us and they spread the word when they hear of someone in need
1: so how does it what's your role currently like how does it work what's the day-to-day like for you
0: so I am definitely a working uh, director (laughs) Um, we have uh, one staff person we have one we just hired um, that would probably be uh, the, the one is something that people don't know about Bethesda so We always say how volunteer run we are. We just hired our first paid person last year.
1: Wow. So is, like, what's your volunteer, what's volunteer base like? Yeah. Is it, you know?
0: So primarily volunteer. Okay. Um, so the day-to-day for me is um, along with the assistant director that we hired. We do all the intakes. We do all the um, marketing. We have a great volunteer. She's actually from Marshfield. Um, she does all our social media, um, so it could be, you know, case management at the house, um, getting them connected with all their services when they come in. So they'll come and top of getting into the education program, they need medical care, dental care, all the, all the services that they, uh, qualify for in our area. So we, we work on that. Um, how long are they, are, are
1: mothers staying
0: with you? So we welcome them to stay for up to two years. Each and every stay looks very different. Um, the way the program is laid out—that's the ideal. Not not all you know choose that option. So,
1: describe, it if you can, in a couple of sentences, the mission. You know, everybody, every NPO has like a mission.
0: Yeah, yeah. So our mission is to. Um, we want the moms that come into the house to have their life. Um, changed and to know Jesus we are a faith-based ministry Um, you know you don't have to be of any particular faith or belief system to come in and it's totally your choice when you're there but that's what our ideal mission is behind the scenes Um, we we say to everyone what we want to offer them is just a safe place to live um, with teaching them so many of the basics that they've never been exposed to life skills and parenting skills
1: so Every NPO has needs. What's the most urgent needs of the organization?
0: I'd say our biggest need right now is we have identified uh, one of the barriers to moms staying, and that is um, they know the stay ends at some point. So knowing that, they tend to take an option when it comes, even though they know full well it's not the ideal option for them. It's often putting them back into circumstances from which they came. So we are working towards a new phase and that would be transitional housing for them when they leave. So they Only when they graduate. So that would encourage them to stay, do the whole program, and then transition into uh, their own apartment where they would rent from Bethesda House um, and still have that connection with us for a period of time. So they won't be just going out on their own. Yeah, I was going to say, like,
1: like what's the, after that two years, is there an aspect of, like, you're still staying in touch with them or trying to follow up?
0: Mm -hmm. So so we often stay in touch, but it's more, um, it's not as uh, set up and deliberate as we want it to be. So if we think so many more would stay if they knew, when I'm done with the program, I then have the option of renting an apartment for a year or two, and then we could also continue with their parenting and life skills and different things that they need yeah. after.
1: Is the like the schooling and all that? Is that a requirement or is it like strongly suggested? Um,
0: strongly suggested, but for most, it's just kind of the plan because what else are they really going to do? So, but if there's a, pro- a reason they can't do it, um, and we kind of have a, a process set up when they come in, we do some classes and we can get a good feel on which road they should go down for their education. Um, And if for some reason schooling just isn't an option for them, we'll do what we call maybe like a work-study program and just get out into the field working, even if it's at like Dunkin' Donuts or Stop and Shop or something.
1: It's got to be crazy trying to be in that situation of trying to raise a child or being pregnant and trying to all these other aspects of life, especially at a young age.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If
1: people want to learn more about the organization, what are the best ways they can?
0: Um, so our website is the best, um, BethesdaHouseMA.org. Um, we have Facebook and, you know, social media, but definitely our website has areas if you're interested in volunteering or specific to if someone wants to learn more about living there. What
1: about the funding aspect of it? Yeah.
0: So we are funded simply by um, individuals in the community. Wow. And local churches and our fundraising we just had a gala this past Saturday night it was a wonderful event let's, let's talk uh, to you about the gala. yeah I think everybody was thrilled to be back after two years off um, so we have an auction and that did very well uh, everyone was so very generous to us um, so we have that every year and we will and the girls come and they're kind of like princesses for the night they've been made up and their hairdressers come and done their hair and it's a, we had some of our um, moms, two sang, and one of the two actually shared her testimony as well. So that was beautiful. Um, we also have a um, soccer tournament in July. It's for grown-ups um, over 18, and it's a, we had 32 teams play last year. Wow. So it's a, it's a big event.
1: Well, how did COVID impact the organization?
0: Yeah, that was challenging. Um, We delivered two newborn babies to kick off COVID. Um, So we had two babies in the beginning of March and then the house went into kind of, like the rest of the world, lockdown. Um, So it was just me and the the three moms at the time and um, someone dropped food off. So that was about three months of that, but like everyone else, we made it through and um, we pe- some people were you know more cautious in returning understandably we had one woman um, she's a babysitter she's an older woman and she was the first one back probably the most at risk but she was so lonely home by herself at covid she was back with the babies the first opportunity she got so that was great
1: so you mentioned volunteers early and such a strong volunteer base if you know what are you looking for in regards to that
0: so, our major roles uh, at the house are transportation and babysitting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always miscellaneous things, like I'm looking at the cameras here. We would could have loved a gala cameraman. <laughs> so, there's always different things, a little bit of um, wide variety, something for everyone at the house. So, if you, even if I'm not mentioning something, if there's something that people hear, they think, oh, I have this gift, Let, contact us, and there's probably somewhere we can plug you in.
1: The nonprofit, what we know, can be difficult times. So, what's the biggest challenge you guys have faced?
0: Um, COVID was was it for us so far? Just to not to have our um, our volunteers there with us. Um, one of our struggles is because we don't have staffing per se. Um, when something changes in the needs, like babysitting, so if everyone used to save their Monday for Bethesda House, and then we don't need that for a week or two we can very easily lose that person, whereas if we were staffed, it would be a different story. So that's our challenge in, 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 in having primarily volunteers. You can't be as like, come on, get back here when they're just volunteering. So that's a major challenge. Um, and again, like I said, the challenge I think for the moms is not having something for afterwards and we're working on that.
1: Awesome. Well, is there like one big success story that you always go to?
0: We kind of have two success stories that are tied. Um, I'll share one. They're they're both from the COVID kickoff, those two babies born. Um, So I'll go with the mom that was shared at the gala. She um, came from a background of substance use, um, addiction. She's, uh, I think, three years now in recovery. So um, she had a son previous to before coming to BH, that she was in the process of t- trying to, desi- to decide on adoption or not. She did go ahead and decide on adoption for that, uh, her son, but it's an open adop- adoption. Um, she has a beautiful baby girl. She gave birth in March, and so she's been at the house for um, about two and a half years. She delivered her baby. She did her education program. She has done exactly what Bethesda House was had the vision for. It's what it was made to do. Um, she uh, graduated from her program and um, was ready to get a job. We put it out on our Facebook page, and somebody who knows us um, offered her her first job, and she's doing fantastic. So now she's at the end of the road. She will work and save for a few more months, and then she will um, fly, so to speak. So um, that's she's totally done amazing, and, um, you know, we wish we had the housing for her, but we'll we'll figure out her next steps as we go.
1: What's that one thing that when you talk with people that surprises them about Bethesda House?
0: I think when they find out how much we provide for the moms, you know, it's so holistic everything, you know, from from wisdom teeth to and 'Cause they're all the age for wisdom tea. So that's that age. <laughs> yeah. Um, to um, you know, what they need spiritually going to church and growing and learning about God's love for them. Um, learning basic life skills that we take for granted that everybody was taught, that many of them were not taught, how much is done and that it's all done in except for that one person. Everyone is volunteer pouring into them and we just cover... We needed someone to go down and help uh, transition and adoption that was happening. And one of our volunteers was like, sure, went down to Florida with them and stayed for the few days walking her through the process. So there's the everyday stuff that we advertise we need, but then there's so much above and beyond that that our team steps up to provide for our moms and the babies.
1: So you kind of talked about, sorry, but what's the future look like?
0: So, again, back to, uh, well, we opened a resale boutique. Okay, Um, yeah, talk about that. That's important. Yes, that's at the Kingston Collection. Um, We don't think that's our forever home because it's really not that busy. Big surprise at the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, But so our dream is if we could get a spot to have the apartments, the multifamily, and the boutique. Um, We're big dreamers, and we've seen it happen before. Things come through. So... Um, We just need to uh, wait on timing and the right location and different factors, and we want to see it all come together, so we have all our things in one place and be able to provide. The resale boutique is great because it's all donations. Uh, We were getting more donations than we could handle for what we need at the house, so we turned it into resale, and um, all the money that comes from the boutique goes towards the house.
1: Yeah, what's 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 at the resale
0: store? Uh, baby clothes and maternity clothes, and toys and books for babies. Very fitting. Very fitting. Yeah.
1: Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about Bethesda House?
0: Um, well, I think we touched on most. Um, if there's, you know, if you have something that you want to offer, uh, you know, yourself as, as service to Bethesda House, we'd love to hear from you and. And see if it's something we could fit into what we offer. And um, if you know of moms, uh, young women that are in need, please you know let us know. Great, Well Missy. Thank you so much for joining us today, and you know, and the amazing work you guys do at Bethesda House. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me.